Like these, the dick pics that we see from our girlfriends are like Cirque du Soleil next level dick pics. They come, but they come with it like a, a an attitude, like a vibe. Yes, like my dick wants to smash you. Yeah. My dick has like an you attitude. Should be so lucky. Yeah. My dick can get into a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Right? It's never a gentle dick. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coronavirus, I think, is affecting people's workplaces. Uh, I can vouch for that because I am very unhappy at my workplace right now. <laughs> and my workplace alternate being here right now is also worrisome because you just got off a plane. Sash. Nope. Can I finish my sentence? You just got off a plane. Yeah. You didn't wear your little fucking luxury mask. And I don't know where the fuck you've been or who you've been breathing air with. I went to L.A. Correct. I went from the airport to the hotel. I sequestered myself in the hotel. Then I went to a screening. Then I went to a junket. Then I went back you, on the plane. Did you shake people's hands? Did no. You? No. No. I mean, the good thing about you is you're such a fucking cow that you don't really <laughs> associate or exactly. socialize with people. I, it's really just the cesspool of the germ pod, which is the airplane that I'm like Exactly. But you also know me that I wiped down everything okay. on the airplane. I disinfected Constantly. And you showered when you got home. And I showered when I got home. Okay. I I didn't touch anybody on the airplane. Okay. And okay. Okay. so, but in the workplace. Oh my God, the workplace is where you see the nastiest of habits. Well, every day, yeah, there are people who don't wash their hands. I, oh. yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It causes me so much anxiety. But you are particularly like. Yes. Ratcheted up to your highest yes. level of yes. fear. Yeah. The fear is not only for myself, it's for oldies and it's also for um the healthcare system, which is just like the people at the front line. Like my heart breaks for yes. them. Yes. And I know that it's inevitable that it's gonna happen here, that it's just gonna be too much for um our healthcare system to take. And I just and I'm and I'm um, not stocking up on all the toilet paper, but I definitely have an extra 24-pack. <laughs> I didn't go nuts. I fucking just got okay. myself. So you're a, not stockpiling. I'm not stockpiling because okay. I understand that is a shitty thing to do. That's shitty behavior. But I do have some extra TP. Oh, tell me why it's shitty behavior. To fucking take all the toilet oh, paper? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, you're not worried at all? I No, I, because I know people are stockpiling, it made me get – Extra Stress. toilet paper okay. because I don't want to run out. Right. Everyone's biggest worry is like, but, where am I going to put yeah. the shit? I haven't bought like five boxes of no. toilet paper. No. Just enough to last the month. Yes. How about that? Yes. Okay. But I'm seeing on the news that all the shelves are empty of things. Of course. And now I'm like, okay, well, shit. Can I go to the grocery store like I regularly do at 930 on Saturday morning? Mm. And buy the food I need for one week, which is 
normal everyday yeah. behavior. Yes. Or I'm go- am I going to need to buy the food for a month because people are clearing shit out? All right. Happy. Well, why don't you all let us know your coronavirus prevention tips and send them directly to me in the workplace yeah. or in the family place yeah. or where when you're commuting or mm-hmm. whatever. Because, yeah, I think that maybe we should share that information. I keep on, I was driving on my, driving here and I was saying to Corey, he was like, I wouldn't go to fucking ladies' house. She was just on a plane. And I was like, I'm going to stay like, I think we're like three and a half oh feet, Oh my right? God. <laughs> so we're safe right now. Okay. I was on a plane to LA, which is not under quarantine. And America in general, like there's no blocking of anyone between Canada and America and America and Canada at the border. I'm worried. If I came back from Italy, if I came back from Italy or if I came back from Iran or. But how about if someone from Italy went to LA and then came back with you to Toronto? How the fuck would you know? I listen. Exactly. Let's stop. Yeah. Please. Literally, my throat's been closing up from anxiety. Please. So let's. <laughs> so let me just contain my throat muscles so I can read these questions. Okay. 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 Thankfully, this first one's really short and to the point. Okay. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. Quite simply, is there something wrong with me if I don't like dick pics? Help a chick who don't like dick pics. <laughs> I, uh, thank you for this. This is just so succinct. It makes me so happy. So uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, can we just back up though before we get into? answering whether or not there's something wrong with Mm. this person for not liking dick pics. I think we've talked about it before, but I want to talk about it again. Because it is. (laughs) I know where you're going with this. I wish that (laughs) listen, Yasik and I have been together for so long that I never dated in the time of dick pics. Yeah. And neither did you really. Nope. No dick pics. And I've never gotten one. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad about it. And I know you are too. I know that you, I know that it would freak you out, but you, come on. You I want that experience. I I am sad that I don't have that experience to talk about and make fun of or just like shoot the shit with somebody. Yes. It makes me feel so old, right? Like if I'm with 20-year-olds or even like young 30-year-olds, I can't, I can get down with that conversation. Thankfully though, yes. we do have some single friends who get the dick pic oh. all the time. So I feel like. My, my The reservoir of my dick pics has been filled through our friends. That's my favorite thing when we have our family dinners. Oh. And like our girlfriends who are single show us uh, like the dick pics. I've I've, seen, I've saved them on my phone. <laughs> Fucking, you're so gross. Because I've come home to show Yasik. You show Yasik the dick pics? <laughs> even the like the cum splattered shower one? Oh my God, that one was... That one was all time. Yes. yes. Our friend who we will obviously never reveal, but she got a dick pic of a guy who was jizzing on a glass shower No, but it was door. like episodic TV. So it started oh. with, remember how it started with, oh, here's, I'm just like bending over with my- No, no. Oh. I was, no, no. It was started with, I'm clothed. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. And then he was at the gym and bent over to show his fucking asshole- he wasn't at the gym, you weirdo. He was just in his fucking room. Oh, okay. But yes, fine. doesn't matter. I've, I've embellished the story. Yes, totally. <laughs> and it was like the fucking smoothest asshole. It, we've, we did the two-finger zoom on the asshole. Yeah, it was clean and pink Holy and shit, I know. Like he did some porn-style butt stuff. And then the, the next in the series was, um, I think, the dick but out of pants. Like, he had pants on and then Sorry, he I wasn't part pulled of his the, dick out the and third. it was through the zipper. Okay. 
Was it? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just still disturbed by it. Like I said, this was a Netflix binge yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. created a whole episodic series yeah. out of this. Mm-hmm. And then it was, yeah, come shot in the shower. Yeah. I, I, I can <laughs> Oh my God. What is out there? Not for me. That's not for me. I don't <laughs> enjoy fuck? that. That's why I'm sort of I feel our writer, because I'm like. Yeah, I don't think that would – it would make me laugh and I would show my friends, but by no I'm means – I'm sorry. You were the first person to reach for the phone. What are – don't my <laughs> mom is listening to this. And that is not true. You created a whole – I'm sorry. Once again, oh, like – I didn't see you being like shutting down the conversation and saying, oh, no, please don't show oh, no, me. Oh, no, no. I'm too innocent to I see would, this. That is not what I'm saying. Name of our friend. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I just don't – I understand – that they wouldn't, that wouldn't be like, I couldn't see like, like a jizz smeared shower curtain and be like, yeah, 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 I'm going to fucking hit this one back. I would be, oh, no. Mortified no, uh, for yeah. the person. I don't, listen, maybe everybody, like everybody has their own kink, right? Yes. I guess it works on some people. Yes. Clearly. It, would, it wouldn't work for me. No. As much as I think this is funny, like if it were me and I was the recipient, I would just I would just like it because I could go to family dinners with you guys and show you. And I think that that's what it mostly is for the majority of women. It's just fodder for your friends, right? Just to shoot the shit and show them. I don't, I don't know if you're like, get it, if you're a dude who's sending a whack load of dick pics. I'm not, I'm not sure that's what's keeping the dates going forward. Here's my question. Every dude I know, mm. and like we know some dudes. Yeah. Like none of none of them cop to sending dick pics, or they think it's like no fuck no way. But there are oh they're sending dick pics right yes right yes. So I think that there's such a disconnect because also is there a woman out there who likes it I'm or sure. a man I'm sure. or a I'm man sure. a man out there I'm sure okay yes. in the gay community I think it's a little bit different I think yes it's more enjoyable so. Maybe because it's not so aggressive. Like these, the dick pics that we see from our girlfriends are like Cirque du Soleil next level dick pics. They come, but they come with it like a, a an attitude, like a vibe. Yes. Like my dick wants to smash you. Yeah. My dick has like an you attitude. should be so lucky. Yeah. My dick can get into a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Right? It's never a gentle dick. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe if it was like just in like a like a, like an Ann Gettys photo, yeah, like rolled up in some leaves, maybe dick that candles. would be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dick in some but candles. Actually, maybe that's a dick in a bath, a dick in a bath, a dick in a flower, yeah. a dick in a baby cradle. It's always a fucking Something. metal dick, you know, like a fucking yeah. heavy metal dick. You're right, you're right, right. Maybe that's what that's it what's is. Off putting about yes. it. It's not like a gentle like offering. No, okay. like the soundtrack. It comes like when it comes in. If there were a song playing, it would be a fucking banger. It wouldn't like right. It's never, you know, a good R&B Jodeci jam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, send a dick pic that goes with a Jodeci song. Yes. Thank you. I would right? I'd like to see that. Please send that to Lainey at LaineyGossip.com. <laughs> and does that, no, Jodeci, it could be a dick pic that goes with a Celine Dion song. Yeah. You know, well, like, SWC. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just not like a fucking, you know, Metallica I dick. No, I don't want, I don't want to know, like, I don't want a dick pic that has anger management yes, issues. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, thank you. I think that you have you have nailed it on the head, the proverbial head. For <laughs> anyway, sure. back to our per, the person who's written to it. Yes. It is nothing is wrong with you if you don't like a dick pic. But what does she do? Like when 
you know, how about if you're interested in a guy and for some stupid reason, he just thinks dick pics are the way to go. I think that that is when you can, you know, I think that you can express to the person if you're interested in them, that maybe you don't need the dick pic. Can you? I, you just, you don't have to accept the dick pic. I think if there is something more to it, like I'm just reading into this person, like maybe she does. How about if there's a guy that she likes and he sends her a dick pic? Is that like a deal breaker? It shouldn't be. If you're interested in him, I think you can say what you want, which is, you know what? I don't really like the dick pics. Maybe, sorry, you're saying, you are saying that a dick pic isn't a deal breaker. <laughs> Not for me, it would be. Okay. But how about for our writer? How about right. if, if, well, if, clearly, I think she thinks it's a deal breaker. She's not into it. So what does she do if she gets the dick pic? Well, my point is uh, when you're in this single life, it seems like that is kind of the business card of choice, right? It like guys are sending dick pics left, right, and center. This is what we've gauged from our single friends. It seems like it's like the thing that happens all the time. So it can't re- – I'm not saying it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. If it is, it is. But if you're interested in a guy and you're like, oh, things are going well, and then he just sends you the dick pic, instead of cutting him off right away, I think it's okay – to maybe suggest to the person, you know what? That's not my thing. How about if you, like, whatever your, like, kink is, maybe you throw that back in his face and say, I don't, like, how about if you send me you, I, I don't know, in the shower or, like, just, like, you topless or whatever the fuck. Topless right. is not what I wanted to say. But do you know what I mean? Like, show me your bare chest. That really gets me off. Right. Can't you uh, maybe open the text dialogue that way. Like, ask the person to give you what you want as opposed to a fucking thing that you don't want to see. Yeah. You know? I agree. Okay. So, if it's not a deal breaker for you, hey, it's, again, totally fine if you're not down with the dick pic. Yes. Get it. You, nothing is wrong with you. That said, where do you go from there? Yeah. yeah. And I think if you want to go somewhere with yeah. somebody. Give feedback. Yeah. On the dick pic. Yeah, I agree. Or ask for a different kind of dick pic. Like, maybe the reason why you don't like dick pics is the same reason we just said. Like, they're just so fucking aggressive. Yeah. Maybe you can, maybe you can, like, you know, pass Art a director. note on. Like, here's a note. Yeah. <laughs> hey, next time? Next time can your dick pic be, like, next time can your dick pic be less aggressive? Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably not. I don't know if you'd say less aggressive. Maybe you just should not say so, how you want it to be. So not so angry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hope this helps. <laughs> two chicks who've never seen dick pics anyway. Well, well we've not seen to us, but yeah, we've never been the recipient. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, next question. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I have an issue that's been weighing heavily on my mind for the past few months, and I'd really appreciate some advice. A little backstory. I went to school with this guy, let's call him B, from grades 1 to 12. We were always friends, but became really good friends in grade 11 and 12. I've never had feelings for B, but I knew in high school he had a crush on me. I'd always asked, I had asked him about it a few times, but he always assured me that I was like a sister to him. We kind of lost touch after high school, and we went to post-secondary in separate cities, but we remained friends. Fast forward a few years later, I was home for summer, and B and I started hanging out. 
It felt like no time had passed and I still considered him one of my best friends. As the summer went on, B started acting more distant towards me and our interactions were less and less friendly. I took some space from him and after that, we didn't talk for nearly two years. After two years of silence, I had finally moved home for good and reached out to B. He apologized right away for acting like an immature asshole and said he was very happy to be hanging out again. That summer, we started hanging out a lot. For clarification, all of our hangouts were always in groups, never alone, as we had a lot of mutual friends. I was so happy to have B back in my life because he truly is one of my best friends. As the summer progressed, I began to notice changes in the way B acted towards me. He would get very territorial around me when he had too much to drink and would often storm out of parties or the bar if I didn't hang out with him or if I didn't talk to other guys or if I talked to other guys. One night I asked a mutual friend of ours what was going on. He told me that B was in love with me and felt like I always led him on and then never made a move or would prob- or would purposely flirt with other guys to make him jealous. I immediately felt terrible, but our mutual friend assured me that I didn't treat B any differently than any of our other guy friends. After I found out what was going on, I talked to B and told him flat out I would never feel that way about him. I know that sounds harsh, but I wanted to be honest with him and didn't want to give him false hope. Fast forward to today. It's been about three years since all this went down and both of us are engaged and happy in our separate relationships. I've been keeping tabs on B over the years via social media and mutual friends because I genuinely want what's best for him and it hurts not to be able to be part of his life. Now the advice part. Should I let my friendship with B go? I want to reach out, especially now knowing he's in a solid relationship, but I'm also scared I could do something to screw it up. B was one of the best friends I've ever had and it kills me to think that I'd go to my wedding without him being there and also to think about not being at his. I was B's first love and I'm scared if I reach out, we'll all fall back into the same cycle. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Oh, this is a good, this is a good one. Okay. So. He's been in love with her forever. Forever. She's never been in love with him. No. You did the right thing in being straight with your feelings like three years ago where you were like, not going to happen. And clearly that was the impetus he needed to move on and find Mm -hmm. somebody else. He's proposed to that person. He's about to be married. You're about to be married. Now you want to reach out. Right. That's the summary? Correct. Okay. Um, Absolutely not. No. (laughs) No, no. Um, because there are sometimes there's always that one person in your life that has scarred you and the scar tissue is there. And if you just do one little scratch, it opens it up again. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I think if you really want to be B's good friend, then you are B, you have to be B's phantom friend, which means you yeah. can never actually be in his life, but you can care from him. You can care for him from afar. Sometimes loving someone in like a, a, a mo- the most sort of um, generous way mm. is to love them from afar, yeah. is to release them. Totally. And you did that by being straight up and honest. Mm-hmm. You released him. And I would worry too that if she made contact, it would fuck him up. It would up. And you know what? I don't want to be like, <laughs> me too. But I know <laughs> that there are two people that if I ever reached out to them and they are, quote unquote, happy, married children, I could straight fuck them up. And I know that. One yeah. in particular, I know that I could. And Who? <laughs> this was not in your time. Okay. Um, maybe one of them. <laughs> the other one probably was. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But there's one that I dated in university. Yeah. And I know that if I ever came back 
and like was like, let's just be friends. And it would not be Look good. Look at the power you have. Don't you have that power? With I think all of us have one of those people in our lives. No. No? Mm-mm. Mm, sorry. <laughs> but Especially yeah. not since I, I've said before, like 99% of the past people I've been with, I hate them. Right. Or they disgust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have also said that in a yeah. public forum. Like yes. I've said on television, you have. hey, oh everybody God, I've dated in the past, yeah. you're disgusting. And it's not that those guys would want to be with me actually probably in real life, but it's that, it's that history or that yeah. time, that moment in time in your life where everything was amazing. Yeah. And in reality, it, it wasn't. It yeah. would never work out. But you still hold on to that. Right. Um. So yeah, I would let be, just be free. Yeah. He does not need you to come creeping back in to it's, like watch you get married. It's the ultimate love in many ways is when you care about someone, you do what's best for them mm. and not really what's best for you. Like, you know, I get it. What she was like, I can't picture not being a part, him not being a part of my wedding day mm-hmm. and um, and I'm not a part of his, but that's about you. Absolutely. And what's about him straight up right now is he's happy. Yeah. You're clearly like keeping tabs on him, making sure he's doing well, and that should be enough. Yeah. Um, un- like seriously, unless you hear otherwise, you know, but I, I, I was toying with the idea of suggesting to her, don't fucking reach out to him, but you could send him an invitation to your wedding so that it's clear, like, I don't want any part of you. I want you to know I'm getting married. But then even then I would be like, that guy was so, like, so bonkers over you that he, you don't know how he's going to read into that. I'm not totally sold on this, so don't kill me. But what do you think about the idea of her maybe sending him like a present, a wedding present to him. No. No. I think that Zero if you, contact, right? If you want to send a wedding gift, yeah. but typically like after the fact, typically you only send people wedding gifts if you're invited to the wedding, right? Well, but that's what I'm saying. Could it not just be a gesture of like, I'm so happy for you? Don't send a wedding gift alone. Only send a wedding gift if your name is on the card with a like group. five other people. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Right. Then it's then it's pretty clear. How about if he invites her to his wedding? Should she go? If he invites yeah. her to his wedding, oh, that's a good one too. Um, I would, I would go and just look really gross, <laughs> or something, or like I, just like really- I wouldn't be capable of that. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. No, no. Like I, oh. I wouldn't. Like I, I would have too much pride. Like I wouldn't want that for her. Oh, you I wouldn't, wouldn't want to her- look gross. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So let's go back to this because this is actually I. I'm not sure. I have to like let this ruminate. But would she? Should she go? <sighs> if she's a true, really good friend, I would say you wouldn't go. You don't go. You send a gift. Yeah. Group gift. Yeah. Another group <laughs> gift. You go you go in with somebody, yeah. and you go in with people, and like maybe you can contribute more. But like but, I don't, but but are people listening to this being like, well, fuck, maybe she isn't all that. Maybe he actually has moved on and realized that he doesn't want to be with her, and then that would be rude for her not to go. Okay, but, but like too bad, so sad. You just take that risk, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Send a gift, group gift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically, just yeah. let him be. And besides, like. You know, maybe not travel right now anyway, coronavirus. Absolutely. (laughs) Stay where you are, everyone. Don't fucking go anywhere. Okay, last question. Hi, Sasha. Oh, sorry, she didn't say her name. Hi, Sasha. Love your podcast. Thanks for great content. I have a work question for you. 
I've been working at my current job for three and a half years now and have gradually worked my way up to a director position. Uh, I officially started in my new role two weeks ago and it's going well so far. My dilemma is this. How do I navigate work relationships with colleagues on my team who have become my friends? Before my promotion, I was their peer and now my role has evolved to being their boss. My old boss is telling me I can't be friends with people who report to me, while others are telling me that as long as there are boundaries at work and no favoritism, it should be okay. What is your take on this? Lainey, how do you manage being in a boss position with the friends under you? Thanks for your advice. Tony, a woman. Okay. So it was, it, the letter was sent to me, but really she just wants your advice. <laughs> Amazing. No, but it's true, right? This is what happens. I mean – all of your writers are your friends and you are our boss. I'm not – Oh, shut up. Just fucking yes. Even Kathleen no, no. is always like my boss, my boss, my boss. No, Lady. I don't see it that way. And and also it's – there are so many different ways of looking at that because if you really want to look at it that way, then when I go on a shoot with you, you're my boss. Yeah, like, I am. As and my producer. Yes. I yeah. really feel like that I, I have no problem – like you are my boss – for Lainey Gossip for this podcast. And when it comes to um, an e-talk shoot and I am your You're producer, real bossy. I am, but I'm your boss. Yeah. You're like, like, get in there. Yes, do the Ask. thing. It's, oh my God, I have so, I find so much pleasure in it. It's like the only time that I can boss you around. And because you are such a good employee, you do listen. Um, Ask it this way. Go stand I'll there. Eat shit. I'm not that much of a cow. But, um... I and I and I recognize that that is the dynamic when the environment changes and I'm totally okay with it. I also my husband's best friend is my boss at work. Mm -hmm. And that actually was a bit trippy at first. I was like how am I going to be how do I report to someone yeah. who I like party with? Mm -hmm. Um and at first I was like is that going to be weird? And if you don't and I think it's like as easy as if you don't make it weird, yeah. it's not weird. Yeah. And also, don't talk about work when you're out socially. Yeah. Right? Aren't those like just the two yeah. rules yeah. that you must put in place? Set your boundaries. Yeah. And I think that this is I, – I definitely think that there are two schools of thought, obviously. The person who gave her the advice, you can't be friends with your colleagues or you can't be friends, is there are a lot of people who adhere to that. There are a lot of people who think that that is – gospel. Mm -hmm. And then there are people like us. I don't know if it's our industry though. In our industry, kind of in the culture field, almost everybody is kind of friends with like people they work with. Sure. And I wonder yeah. if more and more with the gig economy and everybody's working, how many jobs, I have to take a break. I can't breathe. My dog just farted at oh me. My God, I thought oh you my were going to say you can't breathe because of your lungs at coronavirus. Oh, Thank my God. God. <laughs> oh, that hasn't made its way over to me yet. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, God. I don't want that to come over here. Oh, my Jesus. What kind of parents are you? What are you feeding this these fucking poor animals? It's – I honestly, <laughs> I can't – I It hasn't even gotten over here. <laughs> This is great. This makes me feel so much safer that the air has not come over here. Oh. <gasps> okay. Okay. Is every the I'm, is okay the drama over? <sighs> okay. So more and more um, these days, with everyone working multiple jobs, and you've heard about millennial burnout, the gig economy, um, people feeling insecure 
in their workplaces, you're spending more and more time working Mm. and the people you work with are going to be the people you see the most, you spend the most time with. Hopefully, naturally, some friendships will work out. Like this is going to happen and I don't know. This is going to happen more and more and I don't know that like it is realistic anymore to adhere to back, I don't know, 40 years ago when you punched in at an office and then you just left and you didn't have to see those people when it wasn't the time to see them. Um, So yeah, communication has to be that much clearer where it's understood. Like, hey, when we're doing this thing, this is what the rules are. Yeah. But I also think, don't you think it also comes down to personality? Like, um, if you are someone in a director position, do you treat your employees like they're less than or that they must do what you say and it's very black and white? If you do, I think that's when problems will yeah. arise with your friendship with your friendships. But if you are like uh, a good friend, like you are a good boss or a good director, <laughs> your dog just fucking just shit all over my sentence. <laughs> oh my God, another one. I can't. I don't smell anything. Is that because I have coronavirus and don't have any it's sense of smell anymore? So bad. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah, because you, right. No, I, got I wasn't exaggerating. You know this now. Uh, fair, fair, fine, fine. I'm right here. Yes. Um. Okay. Let me just try to pick this up. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it comes down to personality. Um. If you lead your office, if you lead your employees with some kind of weirdo hierarchy then yes, the friendships will probably be ruined. But if you can be a good leader and a good boss, Lainey, I'm looking at you. This is your compliment time. You are, you tell us what you want, um, but you don't do it in a way where you're swinging your fucking dick and you make us feel insecure or less than. If you're able to do that, then your relationships can still exist. Um, And I think it just comes down to that. Like, read some books about how to be a really good leader or how to be a really good female boss. And, um... And and start figuring out how you can do that because you can maintain your friendships while being in a leader position. It, it just – it can happen. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. I understand there are certain circumstances where it is impossible and I've seen it happen. Mm. But – But that's when people get ego, don't you think? Like think about the times that it doesn't happen. Is it ego? And I think it's ego both ways. I think it's some sure. people – Yes. Right? It's Yes, you're right. It's not even like so to speak top-down ego. Yep, it could be right. like – like lower and up. And yep. yet, like, obviously we shouldn't even speak about it in those terms where there's levels. Right. Um, and listen, I've I've read enough management study research and all that to know, like you've heard about the inverted pyramid yes. yeah. style of leadership mm-hmm. where the leader really all they're doing is supporting the team. Yep. Um, and listen, I think a lot of people adhere to that and they think it works and – And they have good relationships with their team and even friendships with their team. So we clearly, you and I, are of the school of thought that it's possible it can work. Mm -hmm. So for the person who wrote to us, yes, um, it can work if you follow your instincts and lead with compassion and integrity you can still maintain those friendships. I would definitely disagree with the person who gave you the advice that you Mm -hmm. can't make this happen. But it requires like – so much focus and presence. Like I think that you always have to have it on your mind. Like it can't be something that, you know, it's 
it requires conscious effort. How about that? It, it isn't effortless. So how about if you were in a magazine interview and they, they asked you, Lainey, what is the one thing that you do as, you know, own this shit, as a boss, um, and how do you lead your writers? Like, how would you, how would you say that you make, like, an, like, an equal platform for everybody to feel like they're all encompassed in this brand under you? Honestly, I think for me, just across the board, leadership or not, I don't think there are any question marks when I interact with people. Like, you mm. always know what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I… I direct. Yeah. I think that mm, for yeah. me, what's most frustrating is I hate when I don't know what someone means. Yeah. Yep. That makes me… That is the thing that makes me crazy. Like, say what you want to say. Yeah. Are you saying this because you want this? Like, or are you saying this because you mean this? Like, I be clear. And that's how you think and I, that you communicate with us. You're I clear. think that, yeah. I think that in for as long as we've known each other, and it's getting to be a long time, mm-hmm. it's already a long time, I don't think there's been any doubt. Like, if you just look at my face, you know what. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And I think when, and I've been in situations with you when and I And you know, too. But in situations I know when you want more and you say it and there, it all, I know that our, like our friendship isn't up in the mix. Yeah. Which I think is important too. Okay. So good luck with that. Yeah, let us know how that goes. I do think that you will um it, it is a bit of um a way of just like letting go of that. Like don't build anxiety around it because mm-hmm. then everyone will fucking feel weird. Don't yeah. make people feel weird about it. And yeah. most likely it won't be weird. Is it weird if I tell you I love that smell on you? Like what is it? Is it your own thing? Did you make that? What I just spritz? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's an angel spray. <laughs> What do you mean it's, it's an angel spray? It's it's the spray of an angel. It's truly, it's like the wiggiest shit ever. What? Did you make it? No, I didn't make it. But it's very florally. You like that? It's so good. Oh, okay. I really like it. Anyway. Okay. okay. Um, that's it for today. Keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaineyGossett.com. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments and reviews. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. 